everyone, it's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're all doing well, having a good week, enjoying yourselves, staying healthy and well, creating those great experiences in your life. Coming at you today from the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic with your daily health update. It's Wednesday, February 27th, 2019. We're going to look at six areas of health and wellness again today. We're going to look at risk factors for dementia. We're going to talk about what tea, what too much TV time can do uh, to raise the risk of early onset colon cancer for women. I'm uh, just hesitant there because it's an interesting correlation again. It's kind of a a, a unique connection, but uh, we'll take a quick peek at that. On the diet side, we're going to look at breast milk and how it could potentially be life-saving. On the exercise thing side of things, we're going to look at aerobic exercise and uh, actually how it's linked to concussions. And then um, we're going to look at how to exfoliate at home, keep your skin healthy, especially in the winter with that dead dry skin. And then finally on the chiropractic side of things, another interesting correlation that after a car crash, uh, your risk for obesity is increased. So uh, some good tips there today that you might not have uh, drawn together in your own mind um, based on those uh, interesting research results or statistics and um, even I learned something by plugging into the daily health update on a daily basis amazing not going to treat diagnose prevent or cure any illness or disease with our time together today however because you're staying plugged into this unique and interesting information it'll just make you think about your health and wellness every day and when you're thinking about your health and wellness every day you're just more likely to make good health and wellness choices and decisions And when you do that, you just never know how your health and wellness or a condition, illness or disease can improve and what you might be preventing in the future. So once again, good for you for tuning in, for plugging in. It's a pleasure to have you here. Using data from a national health database, a team of South Korean researchers identified the following midlife risk factors for dementia in the next decade of life. A body mass index under 18.5, current hypertension, current smoking, a history of cardiovascular disease, diabetes mellitus or hypertension, an inactive lifestyle, and a comorbid psychiatric or neurological disorder. That was from the PLOS1 journal, February 2019. So with those um, health status situations, you are at increased risk for dementia in the next 10 years after you're diagnosed or have uh, been uh, told that you have that status in your health. So if you have high blood pressure, for example, um, and if you have a history of a health problem, but maybe it's being controlled now, you still have an increased risk for dementia. So what that means is if you're one of those people in one of those categories, and um, you can either listen to this again or look at your hard copy that you're hopefully, hopefully receiving on the daily health update, your desire to increase your lifestyle approach is heightened because you want to negate the effects of uh, that current condition or history of condition so that it doesn't impact your future health. Uh, You want to just negate the effects of having had that health problem. That's the takeaway there. Uh, Good for your mental health and wellness. The GNCI Cancer Spectrum uh, report from February 2019 says that too much TV raises the odds of early onset colon cancer for women. 
Researchers reviewed data concerning more than 89,000 women in the United States and found that middle-aged participants who watch more than one hour of TV per day had a 12% higher risk of colorectal cancer than infrequent TV viewers. Additionally, the research team found that a woman's risk for colon cancer in midlife jumped 70% if she watched more than two hours of TV a day. Oh man, I'm sorry. It's like uh, there's a lot of, uh, I don't know if they're memes necessarily, but there are some uh, interesting social media posts uh, in this uh, situation where they've drawn these correlations that are so unique that it's hard to believe that they're actually scientific. But, you know, sedentary lifestyle is definitely not good for you. Um, I don't know that watching TV is any different than unfortunately having to be sedentary at your computer. Uh, But um, based on this research... And certainly the outcome is not to laugh at. Nobody wants to be diagnosed with cancer. And um, this is good motivation for you to not be too sedentary and certainly not to watch too much TV because it can apparently, according to the research and literature, impact uh, your health and wellness. I guess that's the takeaway there. On the diet side of things, on the nutritional side of things, they find that human milk can be a life-saving intervention for infants with congenital heart disease. A review and analysis of data from six studies found that infants with congenital heart disease had a lower risk of serious complication and improved feeding and growth outcomes if they received breast milk. The researchers conclude that due to the overwhelming evidence of improved outcomes related to human milk feeding for critically ill infants, human milk should be considered a medical intervention for infants with congenital heart disease. That from the Advances in Neonatal Care, January 2019. That's the power of nature and um, the body getting what it needs at a certain time. That uh, breast milk uh, contains everything that an infant needs uh, in some sense to be uh, healthy and well and that can be healing in nature as well according to the research and literature. A lot of talk in the exercise world about uh, high-intensity interval training, resistance training, um, and some of that can be aerobic, but the duration of it is typically shorter um, based because of the high intensity. Uh, when it comes to concussions, however, aerobic exercise can help adolescent athletes recover better. Among a group of 103 adolescents who experienced a sport-related concussion, researchers observed that participants who followed an aerobic exercise program that didn't exacerbate symptoms took an average of 13 days to recover compared with 17 days for teens in a control group. The research provides the strongest evidence yet that a prescribed, individualized aerobic exercise program that keeps the heart rate below the point where symptoms worsen is the best way to treat concussion in adolescents. That from the Journal of the American Medical Association Pediatrics, February 2019. Concussion recovery is a very important process. It should not just be symptom-based but function-based to ensure that when that athlete, student-athlete, returns to activity that they're less likely to be injured again because they did not recover properly. We, a couple days ago, or over the last week at least, we talked a little bit about winter skin and uh, tends to dry up quite a bit. Good to be able to take that care of that skin properly. And one other thing you could do to help your skin is uh, exfoliate, and you can do that at home when done correctly. Exfoliation can do uh, more when done incorrectly. Sorry, exfoliation can do more harm than good. To prevent skin damage while exfoliating, the American Academy of Dermatology recommends the following: 
Choose an exfoliation method that suits your type of skin. Be gentle when you exfoliate. Use a good moisturizer after exfoliating and exfoliate according to a schedule that works best for your skin. I have to admit I'm not too up on the exfoliating thing, um, but I'm sure there are some estheticians who could help you with that so that it's customized, individualized, and personalized to you and your skin type, as well as any skin concerns you may have. And there are probably some other healthcare providers who could help you with that as well. Probably a dermatologist would be good to access in that respect as well. Take care of that skin that you live in. Finally, on the chiropractic side of things, another interesting correlation for you from the journal Pain, November 2018, says that obesity raises risk for pain after a car crash. So I think I read that wrong at the beginning, that the car crash and being in pain increases obesity. However, it's the obesity raises the risk for pain if you are in a car crash and not your ideal body weight. So new research indicates that holding excess weight may raise one's risk for chronic pain following a motor vehicle collision. In this study, researchers monitored the health of nearly 1,000 American adults involved in a car accident and found a link between obesity and an elevated risk for worsened musculoskeletal pain <clears throat> Excuse me, six months later. The research team concludes that further studies are needed to elucidate mechanisms underlying chronic pain development in obese trauma survivors and to develop interventions that will reduce chronic pain severity among this common at-risk group. So uh, I, the converse is true, however, as well, even though I read it incorrectly the first time around, is that if you are in an, a car accident and you uh, end up in a pain state, because you're dysfunctional, you're not able to do what you need to want to do as you might have done before, it can typically change your lifestyle enough that, uh, especially on the activity side, but even your uh, nutritional choices can change because of the pain and uh, you tend to uh, put on weight. That. So it, it, car accidents uh, are a downward spiral either way, uh, if not uh, treated properly. And a lot of times they're undertreated and or misdiagnosed in terms of, of what has happened. And uh, the big thing there, I think, is you want to be cautious of treating just the symptom and not looking to recover function. Uh, a lot of people come in 10, 20 years after an accident and uh, they come in for a problem and they relate in their history that they had an accident and but they were fine after. They didn't get any treatment. Um, we've literally had people who have rolled vehicles and said, oh, I walked away, I was fine. And uh, they may have felt fine uh, or it wasn't that bad and it, the discomfort went away in a few days or a week, but they ended up with dysfunction that now has contributed to what they're presenting for at the clinic 10 or 20 years later. So. It, it, there's a huge difference between uh, treating the symptom and feeling better versus actually recovering um, function and, and getting your body back to working the way that it was prior to that accident, regardless of how it feels. Of course, you want to feel good, and it, it's great if you aren't in a lot of pain after an accident. It doesn't necessarily mean, though, that you got away unscathed. So, uh, anyway, car accidents, not great. Uh, seek out proper treatment for sure. So that's your exciting daily health update for today, uh, middle of the week, getting you towards the end of the week. Uh, be cautious of those risk factors for dementia. If you have them, then you want to pay closer attention and be more dedicated to your lifestyle so that you can negate the effects of future health problems with that. Uh, don't watch too much TV. Make sure your little ones are getting that good breast milk, especially if they have a congenital heart disorder or disease. If you know someone who's had a concussion, aerobic exercise should help. 
uh, take care of that skin that you're in with some good exfoliation and then finally um, get treated if you're in an accident and uh, it's, it's never a bad thing for your overall health outcomes to try and work towards perhaps a more ideal body weight but at the same time don't stress you don't have to be the perfect body weight in order to still be healthy and well um, but as long as everything's being done in moderation and um, you're taking care of many of the other health factors you'll be okay but again good to work with a healthcare provider in that sense so that you're not just feeling good but you're actually functioning as best as you want to or you can your quote for today comes from George Meredith who says don't just count your years make your years count plug in every day to the daily health update Monday through Friday and we'll make sure that these 10 minutes 12 minutes sometimes a little bit more will uh, help steer you in the right direction so that every year will count full of great experiences because you do live your life through your body through your nervous system and when it's healthy you just tend to have a better experience every day so go out there today and create that great experience if you're listening to this later today or on any other day hopefully those great experiences are going well for you and i'll plug in with you again tomorrow thursday and we'll create another great experience together talk to you then